I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh Mom stuff. Uh huh. Disciplining you (laughs) in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. This is. A fabulous Wednesday morning across the country. Yes, that is DJ Khaled bringing us back with win. If you haven't heard that song before, that is what the Republicans did all over the country. The woke agenda is in tatters. Minneapolis votes down by a monster margin. Defund the police. Glenn Youngkin absolutely dominates 10 months a year after Virginia was not a competitive state in 2020. We have an absolute beatdown delivered by Glenn Youngkin to Terry McAuliffe right now in New Jersey, which Joe Biden won by 16 points in 2020. Right now in New Jersey, there is a race that is so close to call, it is going to come down to a few thousand votes one way or the other. The Democrats are in shock. They are curled up in the fetal position. Joe Biden might still be sleeping after returning from Glasgow. He does not have a single public event on his schedule today. Buck, yesterday evening... I spoke at the Moms for Liberty event. I was giving them updates on the Virginia race, and we talked about it on this show going back to August. I said the mom revolution was real, and if you go look at the exit polling, moms swung by around 15 points. Women, mothers, took over and said no more to the Democrat woke agenda. 
It was a stellar night. And by the way, one more shot at the woke agenda. How about the Atlanta Braves when they got the Major League Baseball All-Star game pulled out of Atlanta? They won the World Series last night, and Rob Manfred, the feckless loser, pathetic commissioner, had to present the trophy to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series in a year when he wouldn't allow them to host the All-Star game. Buck, the woke agenda is gone up in flames, and it was glorious to see. Turns out that Virginia moms don't like it when they're being their kids, uh, they're being told their kids belong to slovenly bureaucrats of the education apparatus and not their actual families. And that anybody who's got a problem with that might get a visit from Merrick Garland's goons. Turns out yes. that's not a winning strategy for Democrats in the state of Virginia. Also want to want to give a, a big uh, a big congrats to the new lieutenant governor in the state oh, yeah. of Virginia, Winsome Sears. She's got a photo, Clay, going around where she's standing there. She's holding a, a, an AR, and she's a former Marine. Yes. And she's got an amazing story. Parents came here from Jamaica. She's the first uh, African-American, uh, a black American female to hold statewide office, African-American female to hold statewide office in Virginia. Um, and it's incredible. I mean, the, the enthusiasm behind that win is enormous behind the young can win i mean this guy was supposed i talked to people in virginia early on about this this guy was supposed to lose handily to terry mcauliffe but again the education issue democrats were wrong-footed on this they don't understand how things have changed now that parents are more engaged and under you know now that they've been exposed to so much because of remember it's not just the zoom lessons it's often two parents at home for months and months of the Zoom lessons. Yes. So what the Democrat pitch was here was the old school educators know what's best. Education bureaucrats are handling your kids. Shut up. There is no CRT, comma. But if you think there's CRT and it's bad, you're a racist. I hope the Democrats try to run that as their playbook in every race, in every electoral contest going into these midterms, because... They got shellacked over this, absolutely crushed and annihilated. I will say, we also called it here. We did. And we should point out, in addition to winning the governor's race in Virginia and winning the lieutenant governor's race in Virginia, the, the Republicans also won the attorney general's race and looks good about taking back over the legislature as well as there are still, I believe, several pending races to be determined there. But already, for the first time since 2009, Republicans have not just won a statewide office. They swept all three statewide elections. And they did it, by the way, despite the fact, as you point out, that the Democrats, it appears, are going to double down on their everything is racist theory. They did it with a black female lieutenant governor and a Hispanic attorney general, in addition to Glenn Youngkin. Uh, look, we don't vote on people based on what they look like, but I think it does demonstrate to a large extent the amount of appeal that the Republican message has, not only for white voters, but for black voters, for Hispanic voters, for Asian voters, for people who believe in individual excellence and the American dream, you have to support the Republican Party. There right were, now. I mean, in Virginia specifically, and obviously there also is a new, there's a new mayor in New York City. That's going to be less consequential, but he's a Democrat, but it's something that's worth noting. We'll talk about, I think, where that's going to go for America's biggest city. Because again, Clay, on the woke agenda, 
not a defund the police guy, realizes yes. that is a suicide pact for and, any and major And a pro-business guy, Buck. Yeah. He said one of the first things he's going to do as mayor is try to get on a plane, go down to uh, Florida, and convince it, people who've abandoned the city to come back. I he mean, he understands be, what the impact is of business. Yes, he can be much better than de Blasio with very little effort, which will have a real impact, I think, and people will see when you do one thing, you get one set of results. When you take a different approach, when you decide that social justice should not be the sole guiding uh, guiding star, if you will, for everything you're doing in a policy world, uh, then things can get much better in the city. But the the education issue was central. I mean, you had a lot of moms, in, again, in Virginia, a lot of moms who came out. And by the way, dads too, parents, right? Concerned parents. Uh, I think that's the best way to describe it. Or if you're a Democrat, uh, terrorists and insurrectionists. So they should stick with that. I hope yes. they keep calling you know, kind taxpayers who have, you know, stable families that are showing up that want the best for their children, insurrectionists and domestic terrorists. And Merrick Garland sends them more scary notes because the Democrat Party will head toward annihilation if it does that. Uh, that was a big part of this last night. But it's also a reminder with someone like Glenn Youngkin, if you just go out and you speak to the people you want to have voting for you, you find out what their actual concerns are, and then you come up with reasonable ways to address them you can actually make a lot of gains you won't convince the double masked fauciite biden loving woke brigade right but you don't have to we don't need them right we need the folks the kind of folks that came out last night in virginia who clearly either switched or didn't come out in remember the election was a year ago right it's not even like we waited two years for this result that's what we need And it was also nationwide. We talked about Minneapolis, even in New York City, as you mentioned, uh, Eric Adams, much better than de Blasio, even though that's for the Democrats. Buck, I don't know how much attention this is going to get, but in Seattle, which is not exactly known as a bastion of uh, Republicanism, a law and order candidate and Davison beat the uh, Democrat to become the next Seattle city attorney. She's going to she is the first, according to this story, the first Republican elected in Seattle since 1989. The the summer of love that they were trying to have in Seattle, Chaz and all that madness, this was something that was happening all over the country in terms of its overall impact in uh, and the way that people revolted. She got 59% of the vote uh, and uh, 41% for the uh, challenger. So this is a big move in the city of Seattle, pointing to the defeat of the woke agenda from coast to coast. You know, Irvin Crystal's a liberal is someone who's been or rather uh, a conservative is a liberal who's been mugged by reality. Right. You know, this yes. is what what you're seeing in major cities is that people are actually not being mugged by reality. They're being mugged and it's very tough to support, you know, end in, end mass incarceration, defund the police social justice lunacy when your store windows are being smashed and your grandparents are being uh, attacked and, and having things stolen from them on the way home or your, your store is being ransacked by people stealing from you. The left was able to get away with a narrative that pushed for this for a while and people have seen enough is enough. They, they, have, they have tasted the consequences, if you will, of the kind of virtue signaling social justice obsession that the left has and they realize it's bad. This doesn't actually work in practice. You know, this is we, we have to go through these cycles, it seems undermining your police force, deciding that uh, that we're going to teach divisive, really racial Marxism in schools. There's no good places that this takes you. 
And I think there was a, another thing on the on the education point, Clay, with Youngkin. It was there was a sneering condescension, even from Terry McAuliffe himself on this. I mean, remember that line when he said, you know, I don't think I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. Yes. All of a sudden, the parents were like, actually, it's our tax dollars. And we because liberals have convinced themselves. Sorry, a little horse today. Liberals have convinced themselves <laughs> that uh, I was so excited last night. shouting yeah, as the uh, returns came in. That we don't want, meaning conservatives and conservative parents don't want kids learning algebra. They, this is how condescending and sneering they are. That's not what anyone's showing up at these school board meetings angry about. They're angry about actual pornography making its way into the curricula. They're angry about Ibram X. Kendi racial Marxism being yes. taught to people. You know, about white fragility being well, forced into the minds of nine-year-olds. That's, that's why they're angry, true. and they won't even deal with that reality. They, Clay, they keep, they can't decide if it's not something that's happening or it is happening, and you're racist if you don't like it. And that they're is just too much. They're captured by the woke cult. Yep. They aren't able to stand up to the people that have taken over their party. And this came through, you know, Jamel Hill, who used to be at ESPN and said that Trump was a white supremacist. That's the only key she has. She keeps hitting the white supremacy key. And she claimed that the reason why Republicans won in Virginia was because of white supremacy. And then there was an awesome meme showing the current governor of Virginia dressed up in blackface next to the elected lieutenant governor holding an AR and said, oh, you know what? Maybe your racial dynamics are a little bit out of uh, out of whack here. And I, I think I'm fascinated to see what the mansions of the world, the moderates of the Democratic Party they should be massively emboldened by this. I'm curious what the impact is going to be going forward of this walloping, of this ass-kicking. i got to give credit to people in Virginia. We said, Buck, don't let it be close enough where Terry McAuliffe can employ his attorneys, where the Democrats can go searching for every ballot. The analogy I made was don't let the officials determine this election. And in Virginia, people showed up, they voted, and they won so convincingly that Terry McAuliffe had to concede something, by the way, that the patron saint of the left, Stacey Abrams, still has not managed to do in the state of Georgia after the 2018 election. We got a lot more to talk about here. There's obviously a very close race between Murphy and Ciotarelli. I think I'm saying it right. Not an easy one. I was going to ask I, you how to pronounce it. I mean, I I'm pretty sure. good with the Italian names usually because I'm a New Yorker. But uh, that one's, I, I, you know, because also you get the Americanized Italian names and then it gets, you know, it gets all all difficult. But there's a really close race in New Jersey still to be determined. Uh, we're we're going to be joined by uh, Senator Marco Rubio later this hour. We've had a lot of talk about Florida recently. We had Governor Ron DeSantis on. You know, the Florida freedom miracle continues to be a shining light for this country. Uh, so, Clay and I have a stack show for you. But if you're in Virginia or if you just want to share some thoughts on on this race last night, if you're feeling good, you're doing a little bit of a victory dance. You can call in 800-282-2882. A good day for America. A bad day for Democrats. Good day for America. Those often go side by side. And uh, we'll get into it in just a moment with you. More of that coming up. One of the smarter actions I've taken this year is purchasing gold. I did so earlier this year for the first time with the Oxford Gold Group. They not only helped me purchase gold, but also helped me take delivery of it. Holding gold in my hands, I'll tell you, it's one of the most unique sensations you can have. I mean, it's a precious metal. It has been for ages, right? It's a, it's a commodity that people really value. And on top of that, it serves as a great protection of your wealth in both your savings account and your IRA account. If you think buying real gold is complicated, it's not. 
Start by calling my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. That's who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA, it's just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. Because you see, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. To 2024 and on. That is Vice President Kamala Harris. For once, I hope she's right. I believe we are joined now by Senator Marco Rubio of Florida. Senator, this is probably one of the times that you hope Kamala Harris is right, too, in the wake of what we saw happen in Virginia, don't you? 
Yeah, no, I, I think she is right, and um, and I'm glad she was so prescient about it. Um, and, and you know, look, it's not that I think one election. It's not that people, for example, in Florida are going to vote a certain way because people in Virginia voted a certain way. That's not the point. I mean, the point is, I think it's pretty indicative of how far removed from reality the people right now in charge of the federal government are. If you think about, if you think about what they're thinking this morning, and I haven't watched a lot of it, but just hearing and reading a little bit this morning, there is a group over there on the left that actually thinks that the reason why they lost this election is because they haven't passed they haven't done more of what they're threatening or want to do. That in essence, if these things happened, if what they want became law, people would benefit from it and they would be happy and they would reward them next November. They, they still don't get that people know exactly what they're trying to do, are against it, and it's the reason why they're rejecting it. The, the way I view it is for 364 days a year, the people that run our corporate America, the people that run the media, the commentators, and a lot of the people in charge in government, they tell us what we can think, they tell us what we can do, they tell us what we're allowed to say, but there's one day a year called Election Day where the rest of us tell them how crazy they are, and that's what yesterday was about. Hey, Senator Rubio, it's Buck. I, I wanted to know what you think about the calculations that may be made now more broadly by your Senate Democrat colleagues, but specifically uh, by Manchin and Cinema after what they saw last night. It it feels as though we've been in living in an upside down country for a while here where a very narrow margin, a 50-50 Senate, a very narrow margin in the House, somehow justified in Democrats' minds a massive multi-trillion dollar additional spending package that they say is going to be you know, a game changer. Um, what do you think happens now from the perspective of the Democrat holdouts in the Senate who haven't gone along? I mean, is there is their position strengthened? What what happens to the Biden yeah. build back better agenda is what I'm really asking. Well, I think they I think they point to what happened yesterday as an example of why they're right and why this overreach is going to cost them even more seats. And and I think they make that argument now from a political standpoint. I don't think that changes the true believers, the squad and the people like that, because these people at the end of the day often come from districts and or states where you know they're not going to lose and, and they're pushing this radical agenda. But the broader point is the one you made at the outset, and that is somehow people with a 50-50 Senate, you know, three or four vote majority in the House and the slimmest of margins that have Joe Biden living in the White House somehow think that was a mandate to radically remake the country, that people put them there to take us this far left. That's not what he campaigned on. There's a reason why he didn't campaign on the agenda. You know, candidate Biden and President Biden are two different people. And what Biden campaigned on is not how he's governing. And, you know, but somehow we've they think that they have this mandate to do these radical things and people are going to start pushing back. And they've already started starting yesterday. Senator Rubio, what time frame do you think we work through now? Uh, as you're sitting up there in the Senate, there had been talk certainly of the October 31st deadline for infrastructure and also for the uh, the Biden budget. Is this something that happens before Thanksgiving now in your mind where they give votes? Do we uh, push it to the end of the year? Yeah, how do you I, I assess the, the timeline and, and how much well, control do Republicans have, if at all, over this? Yeah, I don't know. We don't have very much in, uh, insight and or control over it because they're planning to do it without us. So really, there's an audience of two or three that they're focused on in the Senate and in the House, uh, a few more. But this proves our point, right? The, re the infrastructure, but I voted against it for this precise reason, and that is it is a hostage. It is the hostage that's now being held. And what they're saying to everybody is, if you want this bill that a bunch of you guys agreed on, I didn't, but you guys agreed on, then you have to give us this other thing that only we agree on. And that's that's the hostage they've taken. Now, whether they decide to release that hostage, I don't know. It sounds like they're trying to figure out a way to do that so that Biden can at least get something done and claim credit for something or an achievement on something. But I don't know um, on the broader point, you know, on, on the spending. The, the, let, me, let me be clear about reconciliation. It gives me no comfort 
that they're going to whittle it down from 2.5 or 3.5 to 1.75 trillion. It's still a socialist expansion of the government. If you put the government in charge of pre-K in America, it doesn't matter if you authorize it for two years or five. You put the government in charge of pre-K in America, and then you're going to tell pre-Ks what they can teach, who they can hire, and who's allowed to provide it. That's the power they really care about. It's not the it's not the the money. They care about controlling these things. It's the last piece of education in this country they don't control. We're speaking to Senator Marco Rubio of Florida. And, Senator, my understanding is that the anti-regime resistance in Cuba is planning to uh, become active again. There's there's nationwide protests that are expected in a couple of weeks. This got on the radar here in the U.S. a few months back where it seemed that there was real pressure, unprecedented pressure on the regime from inside of Cuba. I want to know what you could tell us as somebody who understands this and follows it closely at the foreign relations level about the fight for freedom from inside of Cuba. And then, of course, what is the Biden administration doing on this? Where is the Biden administration on this issue? Well, on the second point, they're doing nothing um, on it at all. And and in some ways, it's good because they haven't reversed the Trump policies because they make sense. In some ways, it's bad because that the people in charge of the Cuba portfolio inside of this administration are the one the same ones that were in favor of the Obama deal with Cuba. That was a disaster. But um, I, my sense of it is that they don't give it much priority, and to the extent they give it attention, it's give it's handed off to lower level people in the administration and at the State Department that are friendly with the regime, including the lady that now is in charge of Cuba at the State Department, was in charge of putting together congressional trips to Cuba to hang out with the regime officials and, and so forth. On the first point, the, this effort to do this march on November 11th, look, inside of Cuba, it's not easy, right? I mean, you fa- there are people that are still locked up in arbitrary detention, you know, three months after what happened in July. They're pretty brutal about it. They crack down pretty hard. They're, they're pretty good at repression, unfortunately. So we're encouraging and asking people to do something that I admit right now is easy to say from the outside, but it's not easy to do from the inside. But I think there's this realization by younger Cubans that another generation is going to be lost to this, that their only choices are going to be to get out of the country or live the rest of their life languishing in the system that doesn't work. It doesn't work socially, culturally, morally, or, or economically for them. And I think that's being expressed, and it continues to put pressure uh, on, on a regime that's willing to kill and jail its own people to stay in power. Senator Rubio, speaking of uh, foreign affairs, I'm not sure if you've seen Enos Cantor. He's a Boston Celtic player speaking yeah. out against Chinese dictatorships. He said something interesting yesterday, and we talked about this a little bit on the show as well. We're right now scheduled, the world is, to be in Beijing for the Winter Olympics in February. Given all that has happened with COVID, the lies that China has propagated, should we and other democratic countries like America be going to China and allowing them to host the Winter Olympics in February of next year? Well, let me say two things. First of all, I'm not generally in favor of boycotting because it hurts the athletes that have trained hard all these years to be prepared to go. That said, that said... I think we have to look very carefully at the conditions that are being placed uh, for people that are going. So right now, they've violated all kinds of Olympic rules. They're not allowing athletes to come in early and acclimate, as you're supposed to do. Um, we don't know. the. I imagine they're putting severe. I, I want to see how the media, the American media, covers the Winter Olympics, because how can you be in China and not cover the fact that um, you know these abuses are going on there? And it seems like the Chinese authorities are going to try to constrain and, and, and keep everybody in this you know, locked-up area where they can't go outside. And 
and it'll be interesting to see. What I'm going to be really be watching is how do the outlets that are covering the Olympics and the journalists who are sent there to cover the Olympics, how do they cover it? I mean, do they actually are they going to actually write things and put things out there that are going to be clear and brutally honest about not just the conditions in the Olympic villages and the conditions around the, but the conditions in the country that happen to host them, or are we going to allow the sort of uh, paid infomercial where the Chinese can sort of brag about all the advances they've made and ignore all the negative stuff they've done? That's something to bear watching. I, I want to see how this is covered and whether these outlets and these sponsors pull their punches because they're interested in access and ratings and not so much in, in being journalists or, or telling the truth or being on the side of what's right. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, sir, appreciate you being with us here on the hey. Clay and Buck Show. Thanks so much. Yeah, hey, thanks Thank for you. having me back. Thank you, guys. So, you know, Clay, I want to know if, just, just taking us back around here, because we're going to come into the latest uh, on the elections. There's actually an update out of Virginia. More good news for Republicans. Love it. <laughs> I love, love it. I love all the good news. You know, sometimes we have to come in here and say Fauci is ruining the world. And today we get to do a little victory dance, and that's that's a fun thing. Uh, good news, more good news out of Virginia. I'll tell you what as we come back. I'm also wondering if, if folks in our audience across the country are looking at what happened in Virginia and saying, oh, I'm going to get more involved at school board meetings. I'm going to actually join the, I mean, I feel like we're leaving the dads out here, but the mom revolution. Uh, it is the mom revolution. On, you know, They're the ones the parents, who swung a big difference in terms of how they voted in 2020. That's right. Well, we'll talk about suburban female vote in this Virginia election was the, the big game changer. We'll come into all that in just a moment. But are you going to change things up? Are you going to get more involved? 800-282-2882. You see how powerful it can be. We'll come to that in a minute. You're spending too much money on gas and food, and what you need to do is take care of your family. So don't overpay for cell service. Switch to Pure Talk Cellular. They're on the exact same 5G network using the same towers as one of the big three carriers, but you're paying a heck of a lot, a heck of a lot less for it. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much each month. And how much can you save? 50 or $60 a month. And if you're paying for a family plan, you could save as much as, get this, $800 a year. And switching is so easy. You can keep your number and your phone, which is really important. Clay, I know you've got this hooked up with your family. Your kids have Pure Talk. They love it. We do, in fact, love it. My son's got an iPhone 12. He's got unlimited talk tech, six gigs of data on Pure Talk's 5G network for just 30 bucks a month. If you want unlimited data, you can still save a ton of money each month as well. Claire in New York's perfect example. She got a new iPhone from Pure Talk, kept her same phone number, got a new SIM card, and saved herself a bundle every month. That's why Pure Talk's a top-rated wireless company. As measured by Consumer Affairs, their customer service is also right here in the good old USA. They have a 30-day risk-free guarantee, Pure Talk does, so you literally have nothing to lose. From your cell phone right now, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk, and you'll save 50% off your first month and more on a new phone. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. Some restrictions apply. Call for details. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Love everything about the frailing, uh, the flailing uncertainty that is going on. As Democrats try to come to grips with the ass-kicking that they took in Virginia last night, and also the walloping that they took all over the country to fund the police goes down in Minneapolis, Republican elected in the city of Seattle for the first time since 1989 to be involved as a city attorney, you've got all different left-wing, woke universe activists taking it absolutely on the chin And it feels at least so far like Democrats are going to double down 
on a failed strategy that put them in this place to begin with. The woke revolution is going to devour its own. And this is pretty wild, but Joy Reid now is trying to argue on MSNBC that Republicans who voted for Glenn Youngkin and a black woman for lieutenant general, uh, lieutenant governor, and a uh, Hispanic man for the attorney general, that they are dangerous insurrectionists. This is what she said in reaction to the results coming out. You know what? For Democrats to really fight that, they would have to be willing to say what you have said on your show. I think we've all said a version of it. You have to be willing to vocalize that these Republicans are dangerous, that this isn't a party that's just another political party that disagrees with us on tax policy, that at this point, they're dangerous. They're dangerous to our national security because stoking that kind of soft white nationalism eventually leads to the hardcore stuff. It leads to the January 6th stuff because if people are tolerant of it in your party, they're tolerant of the soft racism. Mm. It's a really short trip to get to the January 6th insurrectionist place. I mean, they don't, if, you, if you're a parent who doesn't want your eight-year-old learning white fragility, Clay, you're an insurrectionist terrorist who should probably be locked up in solitary confinement indefinitely. I'm glad. Joy Reid's message for the Democrat Party, I hope they all take this on board. It'll be a great midterm. I... I am usually an ass kicking is crystallizing because I always think about it in the sports context. If your team gets wrecked and you ran the game plan that you wanted to run, maybe a sign that your game plan wasn't right. Democrats got wrecked last night and their theory is we got to stick with the same game plan. Just run it harder. Please do that. In the meantime, Relief Factor has helped so many members of this audience with pain relief. They have gotten 100% drug-free product. Goes after joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Made by doctors based on scientific research, Relief Factor helps your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Relief Factor goes right to the source of inflammation. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it, and 70% of them go on to order more. You can join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Or call 800-4-RELIEF-1995 through a quick start. Develop for you, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. 
But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We will be taking some calls uh, later this hour and later next hour. If you want to check in with us, tell us what you think about Virginia, the woke agenda. Are you going to show up at school board meetings? Knowing that this could have a real impact on, well, for, of course, your children's education, but also on local politics. And that starts, all starts from the ground up, friends. 800-282-2882. We are not losing sight, of course, while these big, uh, big numbers come in about the elections last night and a great night for the Republican Party. And congrats to Glenn Youngkin and, and others who had a fantastic showing. We're not losing sight of another story that is really just becoming indefensible for Democrats, and that is the wide-open southern border. We're talking right now about schools, but immigration, illegal immigration, is a place where Democrats will be very vulnerable in the midterm elections. We all know it. We've got our friend Congressman Andy Biggs with us now to talk about that and more. He's uh, from Arizona, of course. Congressman, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate First, it. I, I want to get you with updates on the border, the 450,000 per family uh, base or per individual within a family that's separated at the border under Trump, all those big immigration stories. But we do have to just have you tell us, you know, your your biggest takeaway from last night. And also, where does it where does it actually impact with and affect how the Congress is going to go from here on out into the midterms? Well, it was. Uh, I thought it was a pretty big of a bellwether election, to be honest with you. I think so. It tells us directionally. I think as as important as Youngkin was, the down ballot in uh, Virginia was also important because, uh, you know, it changed the governing uh, structure in Virginia. But also I was intrigued 
and 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 haven't heard the outcome fully of the New Jersey election. I think I think we were looking at I think that's some like twelve to twenty percent in favor of Murphy, but but uh, it's so much closer than that, at least right now, anyway, as far as I know. So the the real question is what will Democrats do? And in my opinion, they're going to double down. They're not going to take a lesson and say maybe we should de-ratify it, if that's a word. But, you know, uh, be radicalized. Yeah, de-radicalize. Yeah, yeah de-radicalize. There we go. Uh, they, they want to be less radical. Um, and I don't think that they that they do. And I, and I think that very strongly in the impressions I'm getting from this morning's hearings I've been at and talking around, they're, they're dug in they're, and they're going to double down. You, uh, thanks for coming on with us, Representative Biggs. You've known Kirsten Cinema for a while, I would imagine. She is uh, one of the major, I, I would say, uh, the voices of sanity, at least to some extent, in the Democratic Party right now. What do you think her reaction is going to be, if at all, to this election? And what sort of expectations do you have for her as it comes to her response to Joe Biden's budget plan? I would suspect that you're going to have um, Kirsten and Joe Manchin are going to basically uh, they're, they're they're in a stronger position today than they were uh, 48 hours ago, um, and they're going to say, "Look, you know, we're, we're willing to give you give you something on that infrastructure package, but we're not going to go for that budget reconciliation package, that spending package." I, I that's what I think is going to happen, um, and. Based on what I'm hearing from the progressives over in the House, they're they're dug in on we still have they still have to get that massive spending reconciliation package in order to support the transportation infrastructure package, um, and nobody wants the Republicans' alternatives because they're much uh, uh, they're all paid for and they're you know they don't have the goofy policies attached to them. I think Kirsten and, and Manchin kind of hang on because they're they're put in a stronger position today than they were earlier. We're speaking to Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona. Congressman Biggs, you are a, uh, a representative from a major border state, and we all know the southern border because people on the show are hearing us talk about it day in and day out. Southern border is the most open it has been in at least 30 years, uh, maybe all time, and this seems to be increasingly by design. In fact, we just have uh, breaking today the following. This is from CBS. The Biden administration revoked Trump-era rules that allowed U.S. authorities to limit the number of asylum seekers who can be processed at official border crossings. Through a memo, Troy Miller, the interim head of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, rescinded several guidelines during the Trump administration that uphold the, uh, upheld the so-called metering practice at land ports of entry, restricting the number of migrants who could legally ask for humanitarian protection. How is this not just... We're going to we're opening the floodgates even more. They're already open, but we're just going to make sure that the doors squeak even louder and even wider open. Yeah, well, it, it's open already. It's almost impossible to open it anymore. But what they're doing with that with that processing, this the, the repealing of the Trump era metering, et cetera, they are effectuating de facto amnesty. That's what they're doing. Um, so they're they're pouring literally hundreds of thousands of people here into this country illegally they're not they're not going to have them back in our court system in the immigration court system they're basically going to turn them loose into the country we're going to transport them wherever they want to go 
Um, you're seeing it up in New York. You've got the school issues that you've got there. Other places around the country have school issues. They've got work issues. They've got drug issues. They've got all the issues attenuated uh, uh, that are um, attached to um, illegal uh, migration. And so that's really what's happening is, is um, they're going to actually uh, provide additional uh, amnesty provisions. This is something the border failure, inflation, uh, CRT in schools, all of this is leading to a mass migration, it appears, in particular, of suburban women into the Republican camp. Do you think that Nancy Pelosi, for instance, is going to see these results in 2021 and contemplate retirement even more seriously than before? You're in Congress. You also interact with senators. What kind of message do you think the 2021 results are sending in terms of who even runs for the Democratic Party in 2022 and what is already always going to be a difficult midterm challenge? But we're talking about potentially a 1994 level red wave that right now looks like it could sweep over the Democratic Party across the entire nation. Yeah, I, I think that Nancy Pelosi will will probably retire. I'd be surprised if she didn't. But I also think she's going to be joined by a lot of long-term uh, left, left-wing Democrats in, in, uh, in our body as well. I, I think that you're going to see more retirements because uh, not only do you have this, what we saw last night in the elections, but, but also you've got the redistricting and all the dynamics of redistricting. And I think that's going to push some of them out as well. And then the fact is, and you guys are exactly right, when you start talking about suburban women um, and you speak generically, uh, they didn't like the the tone, perhaps, of of President Trump. But one thing that they know is they they're certain of now is they don't like the inflation, they don't like the high crime, and they don't like the the unsafe borders um, of 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 the Biden policy. And and so they have to make an, an, a judgment whether they support the policies that Trump put in that gave them safety, gave them a st- stable economy and um, basically allowed them to live their lives the way they wanted to live them. Um, they didn't have to worry about the CRT stuff in schools. You get, they get that choice. And I think it's a, it's, a, it's a choice where they can say, well, we won't have Trump at least for a couple more years, um, no matter what. So I, I think they look at it that way. My own opinion is that Trump helped, helped Youngkin sub- substantially win in Virginia. But I mean... We're talking policies here that appeal to suburban women, and that's 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 the limited focus that I give you that answer. Congressman Andy Biggs, Biggs, appreciate it, sir. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks. If man. we've learned, thanks, man. If we've learned anything since 2020, it's that there's nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. Over 20 years ago, Dr. Dennis Black of Texas invented Texas Superfood. Texas Superfood is the original superfood. We met Dr. Black years ago, and he taught us that with 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes, you can build your body's defense from the inside out. We learned from Dr. Black, your immune system's job is to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come in contact with, which is why Texas Superfood boosts your immune system better than anything on the market. Your grandma told you to eat your fruits and veggies, but with busy schedules and fast food out there, let's be honest, a lot of us don't do that. That's why you need Texas Superfood. It is the safety net for the American diet. Buck, how can people take advantage of this? So easy. Start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. And you really need to do this because if you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies, Texas Superfood was made for you. Just go to this website, texassuperfood.com slash buck. That's Texas 
superfood.com slash buck or call this phone number 855 Texas 55. Again, boost your immune system for under $2 a day. Call this number 855 Texas 55. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.